Some years ago, I had a peculiar dream. Imagine flying down a swirling green tunnel at some terrifying pace until a sign appears in the distance, pointing left and flashing Max. I don't exactly know how, but I swerved enough, eyes closed and screaming, of course, to take this new tunnel that led toward Mac, whoever or whatever that might be. When I opened my eyes again, I found myself standing before a stone cottage in the middle of a large open field. Grass flowed on in every direction, and a lake shimmered a little way off to the right. On the roof of the cottage, there was a black sign that read, Max One Stop Character Shop. A T in the word shop was crossed out and replaced with an H, so that it might once have said stop, but now said shop. Two round windows had been carved out from the stone either side of a green wooden door. Somewhat muddled-headed, but pleased I wasn't dead at least, I dusted myself off and approached the door. An enormous foghorn sounded as I opened it, and I looked around in terror. Don't worry there, sir. It's just my customer alert. Please, come in. A smartly dressed man instructed me from the far end of the shop, packed with hundreds of fantastic creatures crowded together on shelves, as though I had entered a zoo for all beings imaginable and even those unimaginable. A ball about the size of an orange, but made entirely of writhing blue snakes, hissed at me as I approached the man, while nearby a large legless fairy whispered to a tiny three-eyed pussycat labelled Simsimwelp that I looked odd. Another sleepy creature, seated beside them, one that looked like it had its legs stuck on its shoulders, was being serenaded by a big toe that had its own toes. A miniature dragon, with a broken wing, looking very sorry for itself, wept on a shelf beneath the strange pair, while further along a silver wizard sat hunched over his crystal ball. I was alarmed to find that he too was watching me very closely, and even turned his head to give me a withering stare. As for the shopkeeper, well, he looked as normal as a shopkeeper can, except that after he'd jumped up from behind the counter, I discovered he was only half my size. He was not a dwarf, at least, he didn't look like one, but just happened to be a man half the dimensions of a normal man. Mac at your service, he said, trotting towards me to pump my hand. Now then, good sir, what are you after? You don't look familiar, new to the game. Game? I asked, puzzled. Mac was a clean-shaven man of unknowable age, with straight black hair and the clever, trustworthy eyes of an honest businessman. He wore a red silk shirt under a black silk jacket and a pair of shiny black shoes that positively glowed with polish. He stroked his chin as he studied me with a shrewd look. You've never been here before, but I can guess what you're after. You're after a gnome. I am? You bet. Problem is, don't get much demand for them, you see. No. Although, depending on the type of gnome you're after, I might just be able to... I'll rustle something up for you. I didn't know they came in types, I mumbled, wondering what it was about my face that made him think I was in need of a gnome. Don't gnomes just loiter in the garden? I asked, mostly to be polite. Oh, no. Just a moment. I'll get the book. He removed a very large leather-bound book from a nearby shelf and trotted back to his rocking chair. It squeaked and immediately began rocking at a sickening pace. The little man cried out in alarm and thumped the hand rest. The chair promptly slowed, but Mac's hand hovered over the rest for a moment, as though he expected more chair tomfoolery. The chair rocked calmly, however, so Mac opened the book.